You ready? Yep. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Counterculture Podcast. We are here with Grace Lochner. Grace Lochner, CrossFit extraordinaire, college student, and uh, Wisconsin resident. Yeah. Funny well, enough. Yeah. Right now, Wisconsin resident, half yeah. Wisconsin, half Tennessee, but Wisconsin native. Sure. Native. That's mm-hmm. the word. There you go. What's up, dude? How are you? I am good. Nice little Sunday rest day today. Yeah. Chilling today. That's yeah. sweet. So Grace is on a deload I have this been week. the past week, not yeah. by choice. It takes some convincing to like actually make me deload, but then like first couple of days you always feel like crap. And yeah. then like, I feel like your body's kind of like being like, oh, I can kind of calm down a little sure. bit. And then like last three days of the week, you like feel really good. So the past three days of training have been really good. I like that you, uh, that you call it training. And not working out. Yeah. Because that's actually what you're doing, right? Yes. You're getting ready yep. for Very stuff. big difference. Yeah. Very big difference. Actually. What's that difference for you? Um, definitely like intention. Like for me, I don't know. I feel like this is like with CrossFit, the sport and the methodology have the same name. So it's get it gets kind of confusing for people because they'll be like, How are you working out for so long? And I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm not working out for that long, but like training is like if I have to get better at like a certain movement, I have to train that movement. Or like for me, if I just wanted to work out, if I had a choice, I'd probably go for a run. But like yeah. since I'm training, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go run for a long time. Like I have to be, like, I have to lift weights for like a long time with long rest periods in between. So Wait, long, you like to run? I love running. Ooh, I do love okay. running. Yep. Um, long distance? No, okay. Not like runner long distance, yeah. but like crossfitter long distance. Like if okay. there's a workout with running in it, like chances are I really like the workout. So. Sweet. Okay, cool. What up? So you're you're a college student. Where do you go to school? Um, I take online classes through um, Liberty University, but I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I started my freshman year at the University of Tennessee as a full time student and then kind of realized that it just didn't fit the path that I felt was for me in my life. And but I met my roommates there and my best friends there and I got started at a really cool gym that has like such a great training environment for me. And I figured like, you know, if I want to see other parts of the country and kind of branch out a little bit, now's the time to do it. So I stayed living there um, with my roommates and then I just take my online classes through Liberty. Heck yeah, dude. Okay, so why why or how do I say this? (laughs) So you went you went to school for a full year, right? Yes. Yeah. For anybody that's listening and doesn't know who you are, mm-hmm. what do you do? Um, I am a CrossFit athlete. So you're trying to do the CrossFit thing full time, right? I am trying to do the CrossFit thing full time. Or not trying. You are doing it. Yeah. I'd yeah. say it's it's like it kind of depends on who you ask, I guess, because mm-hmm. like I am living my life as if I'm doing it full time. But, um, you know, like there's different financial things that start coming into play yeah. and like in order to say that I'm like a full-time CrossFit athlete, I think there's like a few more things that I need to achieve in order to like confidently say like, I'm a professional CrossFit athlete. What would those things be? I'd say competing at the games um, and being able to like make a sustainable living off of whether that's competing or like sponsorships and um, deals and stuff like that. But like, um, yeah, so I'd say I'm trying, I'm living my life as if I'm a full-time CrossFit athlete so that hopefully I can confidently say it in the future as, as like that I'm actually doing it, you know? Yeah, I got you. I guess my opinion would be that you are a full-time athlete yeah. and you're kind of doing the a full-time CrossFit athlete and that you're doing the school thing on the side. Yeah. That's more how like an athlete it. student than a student athlete. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
So what's that like balancing the student life and the full-time athlete life? Because mm -hmm. CrossFit's a little bit different than most sports where, you know, you can go to school and still be a football player. Yeah. Um, but they're doing like two a days, you know, they're waking up at four or 5 a.m. They're going to the gym, whatever. And then they have practice later on. Mm -hmm. But for CrossFit, it's like an all day ordeal. Mm -hmm. What's it like balancing the two? Um, I mean, it definitely has its seasons. Some seasons are harder than others, but I think the online classes really helped me at least because I can manage, like, I know that the open quarterfinals, hopefully semifinals are in the spring. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking a heavier course load now so that hopefully I can like lighten it in the spring or like just cram it, like cram it all in early and then like yeah. hopefully be a little ahead. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely like something that you have to like kind of learn as you go, um, how to manage, like if I have to get up earlier some days to get some schoolwork in, mm -hmm. then I'll do it. Or if like my rest days are spent on my computer grinding out homework, like that's just how it is. Or yeah. like, um, if I have to like stay up later or a lot of times it's like I do my training, um, and then I do homework either at the gym or at a coffee shop or something. And then I'll go back train again. And it's like finding times when, um, you can just kind of get it all in yeah. and, um, just make sure that it all gets done. Like it kind of gets to a point where it's like, there's nothing to it, but to like get it done. There's nothing to it, but to do it. It's like, a, just a constant hustle. Yeah. Like you're yeah. just like, you got to get it done. So you're going to somehow, right. you know, there's not really many, like, like there's little tricks here and there to make it easier. But at the end of the day, it's like, it needs to get done. So I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I feel like at, it's, it's gotta be difficult at your age because I've been trying to put myself in your position when I was 20, 20 years old, right? Yes. Yeah. 20. When I was 20 and like just going to school and working two jobs, um, I was a, I mean, I, I became a good student in college, but like mm -hmm. balancing even just work yeah. and, and school was tough, like a full-time course load. Yeah. And I coach too at my gym. So you do, I do. I okay. do a couple of classes a week. Just, um, I love coaching. I like started it just to kind of like get more involved with the gym and stuff. And then I ended up like loving it way more than I thought. That's um, awesome. But so with all that, it's kind of like, I mean, for me, it makes it a little easier that like I don't love going out or like partying or anything. And like, that's nothing against like doing that at all, but no, it like, is. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, I, I do think it makes it easier because you know, like I think a lot of like where it's hard to balance like schoolwork and like working and stuff is like, if you're like spending all Sunday hungover, then it's like yeah. really hard to get your work done. Um, so it's, it's kind of easier. Whereas like if I can be like, hanging out at my apartment at like eight o'clock at night on a mm. Saturday and like doing homework, it just makes it a little easier. And like, again, that's like nothing against going out or anything, yeah. but that I think that does help a lot that, um, it's like kind of something has to give. And yeah. like, for me, that's, that's what it is. So, so many questions there because you come from Wisconsin. <laughs> and, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody knows anything about Wisconsin listening, we are the drinking state yeah. for sure. And, mm -hmm. I was wrapped up in it for a long time um, until honestly I got into CrossFit. I was still drinking for a little bit. And then I realized because my goals were to get to the semifinals. Mm -hmm. That was what I wanted to do. And I have now taken a, taken a step back. A step back. I'm going to let other <laughs> yeah. people win for yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got <laughs> to chill, it. you know, you can't make it too hard on us. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's not conducive to the goals of CrossFit at all. Yeah. Drinking, partying, um, but you grew up here as a teenager mm -hmm. and teenagers start drinking really early, really here, early and <laughs> they do a lot of crazy shit. 
Take me through what it was like kind of, and then we'll get into college years because I think that's really interesting too. But take me through what it was kind of like growing up. When did you start CrossFit? 14? 14. Okay. What's it like growing up in Wisconsin? You start this CrossFit thing and you think it's probably, you probably just think it's a way to like work out and like Mm -hmm. be cool or whatever. Yeah. And then all your friends start like kind of merging into the drinking, partying. I can, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that they did. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. And then you're this kind of like fringe weird person that's like, you know what? I'm just going to work out today. Yeah. What's that like? Um, I will say like when people started drinking more and partying more, it was frustrating at first because it's just what, I mean, it's how it goes is like every like outing or like get together has alcohol involved somehow. Yeah. And, um, everybody's got a white claw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which honestly, like it's, I'd still go sometimes like, mm-hmm. and just hang out. You don't have to, just cause you go doesn't mean you have to do everything, you no. know, but yeah. then it like gets to a point sometimes like when there's enough alcohol involved, you're like, all right, I'm like so done with this now. Like out. I can't do this anymore. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. Yeah. And so it kind of like depends. Like, I don't think you have to completely like just, um, isolate yourself and be like, I'm never hanging out with you guys. Like yeah, no. we have different values and I don't, whatever. Like, I think you can still go and have a good time, just mm-hmm. make good decisions and like, no, keep your goals in mind. But like, yeah, at first it was hard because people would be like, well, why aren't you drinking? Like, that's so lame. Like you can have one, like that's not going to affect your training or it's almost like they'd be like, oh, you have training tomorrow. Yeah. Like whatever. Like it would almost turn into like, like a mocking little, like, you a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And I get it. Like high schoolers, whatever. But what I will say was like, as I've gotten older, the older I've gotten, those same people have like either reached out and been like, I think it's so cool what you're doing or like, hey, I've really been starting to get into working out and like, or like, you know, I'm really kind of over the drinking thing. And it's like, Mm. I don't know. I just kind of realized that like over time, like not that. I don't know. Some people are just kind of coming around a little bit and mm-hmm. it's just taken them a little bit of time to like now they understand, which makes me feel a lot better. Not like an I told you so moment, but yeah. kind of just like a see, like now you get it moment. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, it was hard. But at the same time, like I know like for me, my goals were just more important to me than like going out and doing some of that stuff. And um, so, I mean, sometimes it got hard because you start to feel like, dang, I'm like missing out on stuff in high right. school. But then it was like, I was gaining all these other really cool experiences. So it's like, I saw a quote once it was like, just cause your priorities are different. Doesn't mean you're or like, doesn't mean they're wrong or like you're not missing out just because your yeah, priorities are sure. different than anyone else. And so that was a really cool perspective shift of like, yeah, you're not like maybe experiencing like some of these like parties and like stuff like that, but like you're gaining, like you competed in this state and met these people mm-hmm. and like, all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, you just, you just have a different life experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like everybody goes through different like stages in life. Right. And like, I, I mean, when I was 20, I was definitely concerned with drinking mm-hmm. and partying and stuff. But as I've gotten older too, I've seen like, as I've gotten away from it and whatever, it's like your priorities are different than the other person's. Right. Mm-hmm. But like you're having different experiences that those people are not having. Yeah. So it's not that you're missing out. It's just that your experience is completely different. Yeah. And I think also like one of the hardest parts for me was a lot of people who don't drink are very judgmental of people that do or like yeah. think that they are like above them. Or well, whatever. we are. It, right. We're <laughs> so much better than you yes. all the time. Exactly. <laughs> but like. So I feel like I dealt with a lot of that and I, you know, like a lot of my friends, like they do drink, they, they're, I'm in college, like all my friends are in college. Like 
I don't judge anyone for the decisions that they're going to make. Like if you want to go out and party with your friends, like go out and party with your yeah. friends. I just don't want to go out. Like I just, yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. Um, so I feel like that was kind of like a hard part for me of like making sure that my friends didn't feel like I was judging them. Um, and like, but also like realizing that like, no, it's not anything against you, but like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of that or like, I don't want to be around that. Kind yeah. Of. I think, yeah, I get what you're saying for sure. I think that a lot of times though, that comes from the person's, the person who's drinking's mm -hmm. insecurity yeah. of what yeah. they're doing and not so much like. I, I personally don't know any of my sober friends that are like, I'm better than these people yeah. not drinking. I say it all the time to fuck with my friends. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. if they have a beer, I'm like, dude, I'm sober. Like, you I, suck. <laughs> you know, like, literally so, like you're such an alcoholic. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you're terrible. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I like it's just for fun. I've never actually met somebody who is sober and like acted like that. I'm sure there are those people yeah, yeah. for sure. But on the other on the other side of the coin, I think it's really weird. The people who drink that are like. You can have one. Yeah. Like what? what's so wrong? But it's, you see that all the time openly. Yeah. You don't see it. The, mm -hmm. you know, it's weird how like it kind of makes people like really upset when they find out that I don't drink or like. Yeah. Like the, I've had people be like, why are you not drinking? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, do you go to parties? Uh, Not really. Like, no, I don't. Overall, like, no. But okay. like I we joke because my roommate, um, she's like my best friend, but like. So she went out for her 21st birthday and yeah. we went out for her 20th birthday. So we call that like my annual going out because nice. like, she's like, all I want for my birthday is for you to come out with me and just like, you don't even have to drink, just like have a good time. So yeah. like I'll go out and I'll hang out um, and I'll be with them. But I mean, I'm not going to drink or anything, but um, yeah. like, so no, I don't go out to, to like bars or like parties or anything, but I can't say that I've never like gone and right. just like been around people. Cause now the older that I do get chances are there's at least one other person that isn't drinking there too, mm -hmm. which is like, then you can kind of just like talk with them. But I'm also am like a grandma and like I go to bed so early. So like I yeah. get tired anyways. Yeah. So like, I don't know, just pop in, say, Hey, Irish goodbye. Sure. We're out. <laughs> All right. So let's revisit back when you were like, when you're like 14, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was the first CrossFit gym that you like entered? Um, so the first CrossFit gym that I entered was Foremost CrossFit and it's um, near Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. And there was a CrossFit Games athlete who... Why were you out there? Aren't you from here? Yeah. Oh. But there was a CrossFit Games athlete there who... Um, what was it? Or not there, but he was... Vis he's friends with the owner. Mm. And it was Jacob Hepner, and he was there and he was training... Um, he was doing like a train with Jacob weekend or something. Nice. And he's a he, cool dude. Yeah, he is really cool. He's awesome. And um, so he fought, he followed brute strength at the time. And I had always like been like, dang, like when I like compete, like, I think I want to follow brute strength. Like I was just very drawn to them. And, um, and so then I went and did that train with Jacob weekend and like trained up there with them. And so then I would, go maybe like once a month to that mm. gym before I was like a member at any gym. Otherwise I would just like work out in my basement with like dumbbells and like by yourself, by myself, like nice. basement and garage, whatever. And then you were hitting CrossFit like by yourself in the. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or like the football. I mean, I used to go to like the high school weight room was like the first like gym gym that I went to, um, which was really funny. Cause I would be in there like, doing clean and jerks and like CrossFit workouts and like the football team would be in there <laughs> and I'm like literally like 13 yeah. or 14, like 
lifting these weights and these guys are like, what is she doing in here? But like, what I hear from some of the coaches around the area is that Pewaukee is actually pretty good with like the Olympic weightlifting side of it. Is that true? I have no idea. You don't like, know? I was there. I mean, I was there. I went there like, like when I was super young, it might be different yeah, now. I, guess so. I didn't like ago. really receive yeah. coaching there. Like I mm. would just go in there, okay. work out, write up these like crazy CrossFit workouts. And, and rip a CrossFit workout. It was like really funny, but I do think it's like now, like you hear all these women being like, I'm scared to go to the gym. I'm to go to mm-hmm. the gym. And I was like, I was 13, like doing split jerks in front of like these big football players. And yeah. they were actually so nice. Like they would help me like, like figure stuff out and whatever. But, um, yeah. So then that was like the first gym that I started in. And then when it was kind of to the point where I was like, okay, I really like want to actually pursue CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I started going to Badger CrossFit, which is in Wauwatosa. Got it. Um, was there for a while before I moved to Tennessee. And now we've just got like a couple gyms that I go to when I'm home. CrossFit time warp. Integrated athletics now. Hey, there we go. Nice. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't, I feel like I never talk about it on yeah, the podcast, but yeah, I own a gym, by the way. Yeah. So and it's awesome. That's where we're it's at really right cool, now. So. Thanks, Grace. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. So, why, what, when did you realize, when, when did you like have this idea in your head that this was something that you wanted to do? Because this is not yeah. normal for a teenager to like. No. To think no, about except for like a 14 year old girl to be like, I want to lift weights for a living. Yeah. So, um, pretty much like right when I started CrossFit. So I used to play basketball. Um, okay. and I was very big into basketball. Um, I wanted to play in college. I wanted to do whatever I could with it. I loved it. I worked really hard at it. Um, and, and it's kind of interesting cause I see some of that work ethic like now, like it's in CrossFit now, it just yeah. shifted, um, what it was towards. But so then I played CrossFit through high school and then like whatever year that was, I think it was like freshman year. And I had found CrossFit and Mm. I realized there was a teenage division. And so from there I was like, dang, like I kind of felt myself kind of burning out across of basketball a little bit. Mm. Um, and just falling more in love with CrossFit. And, um, so at that point I kind of just like, you know, I prayed about it a lot. I thought about it a lot. And I was like, I think I'm going to stop playing basketball and focus more time on CrossFit. I still played tennis all through high school. So I still did like tennis. another high school. Yeah. Okay. Tennis. I cool. know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I played all that all four years of high school. Um, I joined the tennis team at Arrowhead. Um, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. My junior year of high school yeah. just to get the track suit. Yep. Yeah. That was the only reason. That's what yeah. tennis is one of those sports. <laughs> like you're either like. They got cool I merch. hard, like spend thousands of dollars on lessons. Or, yeah. Like, I literally just want the merch. Yeah. And, like yeah. something to do with my friends. No, yeah. But it was, <laughs> yeah, it's literally it was really we did. fun. But, yeah. um, I love playing tennis, but most of my focus was on CrossFit. Mm. Um, and I don't remember what the question was. Yeah. When did you realize that it was oh, something yeah, that you yeah, wanted yeah. to, so yeah, it was pretty much like right when I started it, I, I never went through the phase of like, Oh, I just like doing it for fun. Like it was like, I found it. And then really soon after I found out that like you could compete in it. Yeah. And at least then it was just like, okay, I'm going to compete at the games as a teenager in the mm. teenage division. And then that became my goal. Sweet. So uh, me personally, I'm one of those people to, it sounds like you're like this, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm doing something, I'm like all into yeah. it Yes. and I need to figure out a way, how can I beat somebody else at mm-hmm. this? Right. So yeah. <clears throat> you said that you were all in with basketball. Mm-hmm. So when I went, when I, when I got into CrossFit, 
um, I had no idea what this thing was. Yeah. I just like, I thought to be honest with you, like, I don't know how to say it. Like I was in bodybuilding, powerlifting world, mm-hmm. strong man, all that stuff. And we just kind of thought CrossFit was like really stupid. Yeah. You know, it was cool to As hate on CrossFit. Stupid, like you're not yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool to hate on it. Long story short, COVID happens. I was living on top of a box actually, Bark River CrossFit okay, in Belfield. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they opened up. They were the only place open like at this point mm-hmm. for COVID. And so like, I'm like, dude, fuck it. I'm just going to go try it out. Yeah. Whatever. I try it. I fall in love with it. Yeah. So I figure out, I ask somebody, do people compete in this? And they're like, yeah. Cause the only thing I knew about was the games. Okay. Right. But yeah. I didn't know if there was like a sanction and like mm-hmm. local comps. And then immediately I'm like, I'm going pro. Like I have to go pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have no other choice. Yeah. yeah. No other, no other choice. And I'm like, I have to compete in this. And I went all in. So but I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. What what do you think it is for you that 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 gave you that kind of like work ethic or that need to like be all in and and compete against other people and to be the best? Yeah, like I really don't know what it is. I feel like I've just always been that way. Like mm-hmm. anything that I do, I'm gonna do very fully. Yeah, and with my whole heart. And um, is it something that like your parents instilled in you? I yeah like I do think I grew up watching my parents work hard and everything that they did like my mom like just working so hard to be like the best mom that she could to us and and same with my dad and like same with them at work and everything but like as in like sports like it's Mm. like because it is weird like I do feel like it is in everything that I do but at the same time like I don't feel it as much in school as I do with CrossFit like you're probably not passionate about school yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. like I work hard at school don't get me wrong but like definitely I feel that like fire more with CrossFit. Um, and I do think part of it comes from my faith. Just like I try to live out my faith in the way that I live my life. And like a big part of that is like everything that you do, do it for the glory of God. That's like one of my favorite verses. And it's like, I don't think you can do something to, I don't think it'd be glorifying the gifts that God gave you by doing something like at 75% or like half of your ability. Like, if I'm going to do something and try to give God the glory for giving him, him giving me the opportunity to do something like I want to do it Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability. And I think that's such a gift, but it can also be kind of a curse at times. And I think that also plays in the reason why, like I've just never gotten into drinking because I know myself like that. And I'm like, I don't think that personality with drinking like meshes very well. (laughs) It's combination. It is. But, um, I mean, even same with CrossFit, it's like I've had coaches and my coach now like has to like reel me back a lot and be like, you need to chill. Like you're doing enough, like whatever. I'm like, I don't think I'm doing enough. Like I need to do more. I need to do this. And like, so it's definitely a balancing act. Like I love that I'm like that, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, sometimes I'm like, dang, I wish I could just be like, normal and like yeah. take a chill pill for a second sure. but um yeah so i don't really know like what it was i mean it's definitely like watching my parents and like the people around me work hard but at the same time i just i've always just kind of like felt that when it came to sports especially okay you mentioned faith mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big part of your life very big part of my life yeah. you grew up with it or yep yeah okay whole family whole family whole sweet family. was hmm I just recently became a Christian again. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. It is actually super great. I love it. That is awesome. Um, but I, I a hundred percent can agree with you on that. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm not very empathetic or kind towards unhealthy people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that I need to be, Mm -hmm. but I kind of think the same way, right? That like, 
if you're a Christian or you're a believer, whatever you have faith that the best thing that you can do is honor your body and like push its Mm -hmm. limits and stuff and like do, I don't know, just like test the body that you're given Mm -hmm. from God because it's probably what he intended you to do. Right. Right. Um, so I find that interesting when, when you're competing or when you're training, does faith play any sort of role or part in the motivation that you have? Yes. And like in very, in ways that I'm learning and like navigating as I go through the sport more, like I think before, like when I was younger, it was just kind of like, it was like just what I told you, like, I want to glorify God with what I'm doing Mm. and, um, whatever. And, um, which is still so true, but I think it, it just grows deeper as I go through the sport and, um, learn about like myself. Mm. And I think like motivations wise, it's really easy to like, be like, I want to be a CrossFit games athlete. I want to be like a semifinals athlete or a professional athlete or whatever. Or like, I'm the, like, I'm not the strong athlete. I'm the fit athlete. Or like you put yourself into these like categories and like boxes and you start to like identify yourself a certain way. And like, especially recently, like my coach has been helping me with this a lot. He's like a really big Christian and like Mm. has been helping me with this too. But like, placing my identity not in the sport and like that's a very like that's not even like a christian thing like i know all athletes need to be able to do that and to be able to not put your identity in your sport which is really hard especially with a sport like crossfit where like it does consume most of your life it's your entire day life and all of your life and so like for me it's been like my identity is not my placement on a leaderboard and like another thing is like i told you like i have that work ethic but i think like in like I've been kind of realizing like a part of me I think puts my identity in my work ethic because mm-hmm. I've never felt like I was like the super talented athlete where everyone's like dang they just have so much like raw talent yeah and I've never felt like that um so I've just always worked so hard and mm-hmm. like that's been my gift is like not necessarily the raw physical talent but I've been able to like have this work ethic and this ability to work really hard um but I almost to the point where like I put my identity in it. So if I'm not working hard, then what am I? Or if I'm not like, Mm. if I'm not like being the hardest worker that everyone knows, then like, I don't have any value type of thing. So as I'm like learning through CrossFit and like going through CrossFit and all this and like just growing as a person and in the sport, it's been cool to like be able to rest on my faith and be like, you are not your hard work. Like God allows you to work hard and he wants you to work hard. Mm -hmm. But if there's a day where like you do a little less work or like you're sick or whatever, like you don't have any less value and like your value is found in Jesus. And like, it's that I feel like it has brought me a lot of peace in a sport that, I mean, we see it. There's athletes dropping out left and right because they're, they like, the mental side of it is so much and it's a lot like we love it and I love it. I love the challenge of it. I think it's amazing, but it does get to be a lot sometimes. So like my faith has like allowed me to rest in the fact that like my identity is found in Jesus. It's not in my hard work. It's not in my Mm -hmm. snatch PR. It's not in whether I make top 40 to make it semifinals or not, you know? So I feel like that, and I'm obviously like, it's still, it's not perfect, but like yeah. I've, I'm learning to deal with that and like grow in that, which has definitely played like a big role in my just like training and the way I approach training and competing and all that stuff. I love that. I love that. Hold on one second. Let me restart it. Okay. So you said, you've said this a couple of times that your identity 
is not in your hard work. It's not in the sport. Mm -hmm. It rests in Jesus. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I mean, it's knowing that like Jesus died on the cross for me and the end is already won. So no matter what I do, he doesn't love me anymore or any less. Mm. And I can't lose that. And I can't gain it either by performing really well or working really hard. And I can't lose it by taking last at a competition or failing a PR attempt or anything else. Like it's finding, having peace in knowing that when I enter a competition, like God is the same God before I go in it and after I come out of it. And I heard another athlete say that right before I competed Mm. one time. And it just like struck me so hard because you know, like you, I mean, obviously you want to perform well and like, there's, if you don't perform, you go, you're not going in it being like, I don't care if I take dead last. Like yeah, it kind of yeah. sucks. But like at the same time, like overall in your heart, you can know that like, it's okay. Yeah. And like, it's just like, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, it's just like a piece that okay. you have. It's just like the peace of Jesus. Sure. Yeah. And so you also said that you, you would do it to glorify God, mm-hmm. right? What is, what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, people can take that like a bunch of different ways. Um, for me, it kind of just, I think of it as like the opportunities that I've been given mm. in my life and the attributes that make me who I am, like mm-hmm. have all come together so perfectly in the way that God created them. And I think to give anything less than a hundred percent to the path that he has me on mm-hmm. is not, would to be not glorifying him. So I think like being able to like, confidently be who God created me to be and pursue the path that he has me on. And like trust in that is just glorifying God. And like, hopefully people can see that just like through the way that I act, like that's the goal. But, um, I don't know if that, hopefully they can, but like, that's the goal. And so like, to me, that's just what it is. It's like when people look at you, even like if I, even if like during this podcast, like if, if the topic of faith didn't come up, like hopefully people would be able to like tell, just by the way your demeanor I, and the yeah, way you carry like yourself, the, the way that I carry myself, the values that I try to live by and all that stuff. So, yeah. What are some of the values that you hold true to your heart? Um, I mean, I have a lot, but like, give me like top two. Okay. Um, hmm, let me think. Yeah. Um, this is getting deep. Yeah. Seriously. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I have to think. I have to think. Um, values i mean the first one like i've always loved that just love god love people and i think that if you learn to love god um the way that you're supposed to it'll make you want to love people more sweet i like that then you can people just you'll have this kind of like light around you like i know a lot of people who i'm like they just love people so well yeah and then you're like that can't just come from people like that has to be something else i agree and um Hmm. I would just say, I mean, another one is just, I just love that verse of like, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Again, just like work hard at what you are doing. And I don't think there's a way that you can work so hard at something and, um, like give everything that you have to something and have nothing good come from it. Yeah. So that's kind of like the two that I'd say those are my top two. There's probably more, but I'm just, sure it's on the spot. I can't yeah. 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 Right that, now, that was super on the spot, but I appreciate your answers. Yeah. The one thing that I've kind of noticed, uh, and I noticed this when I was not in CrossFit too, I think it's, I, I still think it's kind of weird. Um, 
so many crossfitters identify with mm-hmm. christianity mm-hmm. is there like a parallel that you can draw with that for me it seems to be i don't want to say that i don't want to say this and be like offensive towards me i, I really don't care actually um <laughs> so i don't even know why <laughs> i prefaced it like that yeah I, I really i actually don't care yeah i don't i have no idea why i said that but um <laughs> i feel like a lot of people a lot of like the people who are more prone to working hard mm-hmm. and CrossFit's the hardest of the hard <laughs> sports <Yeah>. to do <laughs> yeah. and you have to work the hardest at it. Um, but a lot of people in CrossFit are Christians and also really, really hardworking. Mm-hmm. And for me, I kind of see a parallel there, mm-hmm. right? Cause like they're not just doing it for or through themselves. Cause I don't think that you can work like I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. I don't know if you can work yourself to the edge every single day if there's not like an external force I helping agree. you. Yeah. And I think part of that is just human limitation. Yeah, Like exactly. I just can't like some CrossFit, dude, mentally so hard sometimes, mm-hmm. like just for so many different reasons. And like, I mean, you, when you're pushing yourself to the physical limit every single day, like yeah. you're going to break down a little bit. Right. And so I think that's part of it is like having something else to put my hope in mm-hmm. and like to find peace in and rest in is like very important. But I also think like working hard is a biblical principle. Like that's yeah. like literally like yep. in the Bible so many times. So like it makes sense that if like, like, I don't know if you're trying to follow biblical principles, like mm-hmm. you're that's, it just kind of goes together. I feel like, yeah, I'm really into personal development. Mm-hmm. I think like it's the greatest. I feel like if you're not working on yourself, in some capacity, like you're lacking, right? Like the people who, the people who are the victims all the time and like are broke and like, you know, they like, I don't, fuck, I don't know how to say this because I want to say useless, but that's not the word that I'm saying. <laughs> but the people who just take up space. Yeah, yeah, no, the, but the people who are like victims and they're broke and like they're, oh, woe is me, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the, fuck, I just lost my train of thought. That was, that's crazy. What were you just talking about? Sorry. Um, like how working hard is like a biblical principle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay cool. Um, yeah. So I'm into the personal development stuff and I always feel like those people like never have anything to like, never have anything to rest on. Right. Yeah. And so they're always like, and, and I was an atheist for a really long time, so mm-hmm. I can kind of speak to this in two different ways. Yeah. Right. Um, for me, recently when I came to God, I was like, Oh my God, the Bible is the personal development book. Right. Like it's literally the self-discipline book. Yeah. I don't understand how more people aren't seeing this mm-hmm. that like, if you're really serious about leveling up in life and stuff, how are you not living by the values right. of that book? And I mean, a lot of them are even just like, it's like love others as you love yourself. Like not all of it is like yeah. do everything for God. And it's like, no, some of it is literally like, manage your finances like yeah. work hard like it's like stuff yeah. that like everyone should just like want to live by yeah i, I read mean, biased but yeah no no, no but it, it it is though i read a verse this morning and it was something along the lines of like um everything that you do do it in like the name of god but mm-hmm. also he like i'm using this study bible right now the okay. toby tony evans study bible or whatever and the way that he like wrote it out was God's not going to just like the law of attraction idea. Do you know what yeah, that is? Mm-hmm. He's like, God's not just going to hand you it because you fucking wish for it a million yeah. times. Right. Yeah. 
he's like, you have to work seriously hard in order to get it. But mm-hmm. making sure that you put your intention in God to get the thing yeah. is like what's going to help you even quicker yes. get the thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. My yeah, I'm like, like, oh, my God, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how did all these tenants that I live by for a long time just because I've always been into the woo woo, like new modern spiritual mm-hmm. stuff, you know, like I have Buddha tattooed on my mm-hmm. arm kind of unfortunately now but uh, we live and learn you know hey, yep, exactly. yeah um but yeah so all these like eastern principles and stuff and i was really into the law of attraction and stuff and then crazy enough when i started praying like to god just to see if it worked yeah, I'm like right. yeah, i'm just gonna see if this works and so <laughs> got one eye open the whole time exactly yeah are you there yeah I don't know. <laughs> so when i started doing that and i started taking action at the same time instead of just doing the woo woo law of attraction stuff uh-huh. like things just started boom clicking yeah. happening and it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I don't want to make this a whole like religious Christian Bible yeah. podcast, but read the fucking Bible. <laughs> Everyone read your Bible yeah. right now. Literally right now. I, I feel real about that. My friend was sitting in here with me and she's like, she's, she saw the Bible and she's like, mm-hmm. why do you have that? I'm like, dude, I just like really think this is it. Like I really think yeah. this is it. Yeah. And she's like, I've been thinking that too lately. That's I'm awesome. like, damn right. I'm like, I let's go. Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was cool. All right. Anyway, let's talk about you more. Okay. Um, <laughs> fine. Fine. Let's talk about me. <laughs> fine. Twist my arm. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm really interested in the fact that you were a CrossFitter. In, and this is not a CrossFit podcast, but this is, happens to be where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in the transition from like even high school into CrossFit, but like trying to take it seriously because... I got the opportunity to talk to your dad one year, like yeah. funny enough. Um, <laughs> I met Grace's dad before I ever even know, knew who she was. And he came, I was working in a booth, Fide, uh, where the company that shall not be named. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. They tried to get me to do some stuff for free oh. recently. I'm like, oh, okay. nah, never yeah. again. Never. Never. I know again. my value. I yeah, know my worth. Exactly. Yep. Um, so anyway, your dad came up and he's like, we somehow got on the topic that we're both from this area. And he's like, Oh, my daughter is trying to do the CrossFit thing. And I remember him saying that you guys were trying to make the decision on whether you should do the full-time athlete thing, Mm -hmm. or if you should go to school and do it part-time. And I actually told your dad, I was like, she can always go to school. Yeah. Like always, you know what? Just do the CrossFit thing. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got a limited time to do that. Everybody has a limited time to do that. You know? So what was that like? Like making the choice to, to either do CrossFit or school, but then you just did both. Mm-hmm. So it was so hard. Like I remember senior year of high school, like anytime anyone would ask, what are you doing for college? Like, I would just want to cry. Like I just hated the conversation. Like I d- had no idea what I wanted to do, but I think I, in a, like I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but it was not what other people wanted me to do. So it was scary and I didn't want to say yeah. it. And like, I knew that like, I had no interest in going to a four-year college or like living the college life, getting the college experience. Other people as in your friends or like your parents um, and family? Parents, like, and my parents have always been so supportive of whatever I wanted to do, but obviously like CrossFit is like relatively a newer sport relatively. Yeah. So having your daughter be like, I think I want to exercise fast for like, instead of school yeah. is like, yeah, yeah. I, like I don't blame them if they were kind of yeah. like, hold on, you know what, what I mean? What are you talking about? Yeah. Like yeah. what do you, okay. We like, can go to burn boot camp. Right. Exactly. Like I don't blame them. Like, um, and so yeah, it was hard, but then you know, I was like, I think I can do both. And, um, I'm just going to do this to make 
everyone else happy and like and to make sure that I'm kind of like having a safety net and then like I'm also going to try to pursue CrossFit so that I can also have my side of it. And then I got to school and I just was so unhappy yeah. in that setting. And I think it was genuinely nothing like was like directly causing it, but it was just, that was not the path I was supposed to be on. Right. And so, and I felt it. And, um, so then it was like, make that made the decision really easy when mm -hmm. I just noticed like everything about me changing in a negative way. And I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be or like what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and so that made the decision really easy. And then, I mean, it was still scary because at that point it's like, so, okay, so you're in the teenage division. Awesome. That's like playing high school basketball compared to professional. And yeah. so like nothing against like the teenage division of CrossFit at all, but it's just such a different game. And you mm -hmm. go from like seeing your name, like top 30, top 20, like whatever. And then it's like your first year out of the teenage division you're like in a thousandth place. And you're like, that <laughs> yeah. sucks. Like that's yeah. so humbling. Yeah. And so it's like, that was my first year at that too. So then I'm like, dang, I say, I want to like, maybe not do school and pursue this professionally. And I, I'm in, I'm not even the top thousand yet. Like that's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, but part of it was just like, I just knew I just had this feeling and like, I was like, this is what I want to do. And mm -hmm. I know that again, like if I put everything I have towards this, whether I qualify for the games and compete at the games and make it my career or not, like where I'm supposed to be is going to come out of it. So I'm just yeah. going to like, for lack of a better term, like full send and like go for it. Yeah, and like, yeah. hopefully it like turns out. Yeah. Um, and then we've kind of just learned to like figure it out as we go from there. Yeah. And well, you'll always be able to say that you tried to, yeah. if, if for some reason, which I think it will happen, mm -hmm. but if it, for some reason it didn't, yeah. um, you'll always at least be able to be the person that said I tried yeah. and you didn't, you know, yeah. you mentioned that, a lot of things about you were changing in a negative way. Mm -hmm. What, what exactly was that? Freshman year of college for me was really rough again, mm. just cause like, I just was not happy with like being in school full time and trying to balance CrossFit. And, um, I got to school and I just was like overcome with like anxiety and stress. Mm. And like, I've dealt with like some anxiety and um, stuff like that in the past, but I felt like it had gotten like I had very under control. I hadn't dealt with it a long time. And then I get back to freshman year of college and it's like, Oh my gosh, like yeah. all of a sudden back in an instant. And I like started at um, a gym that I'm not at anymore, but like it just, that wasn't where I was supposed to be either. And so what was once like my safe space and my escape place turned into like another place of stress for me. Mm. So it was like school was a place of like stress. And then this other gym was a place of stress and I'm across the country from home and my parents and like, yeah. I have a really good relationship with my family. So being away from them is hard. And like literally to the point where like physically I gained 20 pounds, like the first like month of college, just from like stress and just wow. from like, different everything and i think just like the effect that all that was having on my body was just like it was like literally for lack of a better term like manifesting like physically mm -hmm. um and so i just noticed like just all of it like i like my skin got bad again like mm. i gained all that weight like i was stressed all the time and then it was, so then it gets to a point where like all right i think something needs to change yeah. this is not normal so that was kind of just like you start to notice those things about yourself and you're mm -hmm. like, okay, like I think I need to like change some things up. So we did. So what were the things that you changed? Um, well first I was going to move home mm. and my, I was really ready to just move back home, either do community college or like online college at home, living with my parents. 
And then my coach at the time was like, I know this guy. He owns this gym in Knoxville. Try it. He's like, just try it. It's a different gym. It's like a little farther from campus, but he had competed. They had competed against each other um, on teams at the mm. games. So he was like, just go try it, whatever. And I go to this gym and it's like just amazing. And it, it's the gym that I'm still at now. It's CrossFit One Valley. And um, it just felt like home like right away. Nice. And so decided not to move home, stayed there. Um, and, but yeah, changed to that gym, obviously changed how I do school mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And then slowly things just kind of started to like get better from there. And yeah. I finished out freshman year at Tennessee. Okay. Um, but starting sophomore year, I mean, one moving out of the dorms mm -hmm. was great for yeah. my mental health, like trying to like track macros and like be an athlete in the in, like the oldest dorm on campus yeah. oh my like that was horrible like never again but it made me very appreciative so like sure. now i'm like in an apartment and with like my best friends that's and good so it's like just like changes like that um have just made like a world of difference so, so why did you even why did you even do the college thing i know like you kind of said that you wanted to keep everybody happy or whatever yeah. but you know one thing that i try to like I try to tell, I train all high school kids mm -hmm. for the most part. <clears throat> and I have this talk with quite a few now is like, when you try to make everybody happy with the decisions that you're making, mm -hmm. like you're never going to be true to yourself yeah. and it's never going to feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're, because say you go to, and you, you probably did feel this, but you go to school and it's not at all what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. It's not what you're thinking. Now you're stuck there. Right. Right. And then you have the anxiety, whatever, you know, the anxiety yeah. problems, the mental health issues. Not just that, but then you have the freaking financial burden, mm -hmm. too, that you have to take on later on. Yeah. And then waiting it out unless you're lucky enough to have, like, you know, a way to get out or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I try to tell kids all the time, like. I'm the, I'm the worst influence when it comes to school. So <laughs> their parents, parents are like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Their parents probably are like, thanks. But I, I truly believe that like your happiness comes first and yeah. like success comes second and success comes from success is a product of doing the things that make you most happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to tell kids all the time, like if you don't feel like going to school, if you don't want to go to school right away, do not go yeah. to fucking school. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And also by no means am I saying be a loser yeah. and sit on your ass and yeah. like, you know, stuff like play video games. Mm -hmm. I think video games are so fucking stupid first off, but <laughs> first off. yeah, but, <laughs> um, playing, playing video games or whatever, like obviously do something. Yeah. But when you're so young, mm -hmm. you can't have a good perspective on like the things that you yeah. want to do long term. Yeah. Like you have an idea of the things that you really enjoy across this, mm -hmm. something that you really enjoy. But like, do you know, do I think that you know that you want to do that when you're 40 or whatever? I have, I don't, I don't think you know that. Right. I think that you know what you want to do right now and it's mm -hmm. a really good pursuit, you know, but so what, what's the whole reason for like actually following through with going to school? Was it simply just to keep other people happy? Um, partially, but also I think it's just like, it was so ingrained in my head that that's what you do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you go to high school, if you want a good job, you have to go to a four-year college. Mm -hmm. And, um, this is like kind of weird, but like, I also had so many people tell me like, you can't do both. Like you have to choose one. And like my personality, like my mom will tell you, like, if you tell me that, like, Oh, I'm going to try, like, yeah. watch me try. Yeah, yeah. Like if you tell me not to do something or like not, not to do something, but if you tell me you I can't. can't do something, just like watch me try. I'm the same way. Even yeah. if it doesn't work, like whatever. And I just remember there was um, someone who was like, who was like, Oh, so you're planning on competing and going to a big sec school. And I was like, 
yeah. And he was like, yeah, good luck not partying every weekend. And I took that personally. I was like, bet. Like, yeah. literally, like, watch. And, like. Was he stupid? I, no. Like, he was. He was. He's a coach in, like, the CrossFit space. But, like. Oh, he's a coach in the CrossFit space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that to you? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, he's had athletes um, that have not gone to college. And, like, that's completely fine. But, like, he's instructed. He's told them if they want to make it in CrossFit, they can't go to college. And first off, how inappropriate yeah. of a thing to say to a teenager. Like, yeah, it was. I mean, whatever. I use it as fuel and not, yeah. I have nothing but, you know, like I have no hard feelings toward this yeah. guy. It was more just like remove the what he said from the person like great, sure, yeah. great guy, whatever. But like that kind of stuff, like almost like fuels it, which yeah. like for me was probably not the best thing because it forced me into something that not forced me into something, but it it made me like feel the need to do something that like I didn't necessarily need to do. Um, but yeah. And then it was kind of just like, I felt like at that point, like so much had been poured into like school mm. that I was like, I feel like it's all going to waste if I just am like, you know what? Like I want to like maybe do online college and focus more on the athlete side. Yeah. Um, because like, again, like it's CrossFit, like it's big in, in our world, but in like outside of it, it's like not that big. So yes. like if, if yes. you tell people that like, you decided to like take a different path. Like, again, it's my path. So like, why do you care? But like at the same time, like there's just little, like when I'm, when I'm 18 and a senior in high school, Mm -hmm. like everyone else's opinion seems so much bigger. Yeah. And so now I wish I could go back and like, just like tell myself, just like do what you do. But also at the same time, like I wouldn't, I'm very happy with, I am with where I am right now. And like, I wouldn't be any, I like, I wouldn't be with my gym or my roommates or like anywhere that I am without trying it. No. Yeah. hundred percent. Having those experiences. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that you say, um, I feel like people who are in CrossFit think that CrossFit's way bigger than it is. Yeah. Get like really (laughs) lost. And then like all of a sudden, like, so I'm in this group. Um, it's like a church group and with Tennessee athletes. Okay. Um, it was funny when I like started going there because like, you know, like when you're getting to know everyone, they're like, Oh, what sport are you? Oh, football, baseball, whatever. Oh, it's all different sports. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, it's like an FCA, like a fellowship of Christian athletes type cool. of deal. And, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. But so they'd all be like, Oh yeah, I'm baseball. Like I'm, I'm swim, I'm mm. track. And I was like, I'm CrossFit. And they were like, what is that? <laughs> they either be like, what is that? Or like, okay, cool. So you work out yeah, like, it's yeah, like yeah. not. And then it's like, Oh, so what's CrossFit? That's like weightlifting. Right. And I'm yeah. like, well like, yes, but no. And then like, you have to explain it. And it really just like puts into perspective how like small, small it, it is. is. But how like, do you explain <laughs> CrossFit to those people? Um, I mean, my favorite is just like exercising fast, yeah, but like, yeah. I just say it's like you take, like, it can be conditioning, weightlifting, mm. gymnastics, running any form of like fitness and then make it competitive Yeah, and for a score. Yeah. Kind of. I always say to people, it's fitness racing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like literally it's the, it is. It's the quickest yeah. thing to say, <clears throat> but yeah, I've talked to a bunch of people that I'm like, you know, I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of people like in the space mm-hmm. and before the people like before anybody on this podcast, I don't want to offend. Those are the people that I don't want to offend because everybody that's been on the podcast. Right, well, because that's that's your listeners. Yeah. yeah. But also <laughs> everybody that I've had on the podcast has been fucking awesome. They're great yeah. people. So this is not to any of you guys. But before before I started this podcast, before I like. I don't know, I guess, talk to any of these people. Mm-hmm. I got to meet because I would work with different companies at events. So I would meet like all these, I don't know, like 
I guess the best way to describe them is blue check marks, right? Like those okay, type of people. Yeah. Um, and some of their egos are like super inflated, mm-hmm. right? And I like, <laughs> like, like some people are like, no way you met that person. I'm like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me that I met them yeah. because I'm not in your world. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything You're about like, this person. This person, like just as a person yes yeah exactly yeah. and i'm like and then i found out that they like had the blue check mark or yeah. like a million followers i'm like but i have no idea who they are before that and they're like yeah. that's just insane i'm like is it i don't know is it really because okay also I'll yeah take word for it. yeah and also like 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 we're saying crossfit's so small mm-hmm. you could like like you're saying like um you could talk to probably like 50 people say the name crossfit and they'd be like they'd have no idea they'd understand yeah. what crossfit like the name is because they've heard it before yeah. but they'd never be able to tell you what it is right exactly so yeah anyways so what was it like having the discussion of wanting to leave college at least part-time mm-hmm. and like pursue crossfit more yeah honestly like i'm very blessed with my parents because it it was hard emotionally just making that big of a decision but my parents did you feel like you were letting them down yeah and um like because you know they both went to university of Ma- um, madison wisconsin and like so did my siblings and nice. like, my aunts uncle like literally everyone in my family are they all doctors yeah, what's no, the deal they're not, but they're just all like i don't know like they just all went to they did the four-year school thing yeah and um and so like having that conversation i mean it was scary just knowing like that I was going to make that big of a change. But like at the same time, like I think my parents knew Mm. at the same time because they'd seen the way that I fell in love with CrossFit and, um, they saw how much I like actually was like willing to put into it. It's not like, I was like, Oh, I like want to do this, but like, I don't feel like training today. Like it was like, they saw what went into it. And so like they trusted me enough and like, they were like, okay, well then let's figure it out. So it actually was a lot, easier than um maybe it could have been if my parents weren't as awesome as they are <laughs> yeah i mean your dad seemed really on board for yeah. it when i talked to him so that's really cool okay and then what were your what <laughs> you probably don't give a shit but what uh <laughs> what were your peers thinking what are your friends thinking how did you break the news to them yeah so i mean i didn't really like text like I didn't like let them there wasn't like some big announcement like I wasn't Mm. like I'm quitting school because like no one really cares like I don't Mm -hmm. know no one really cares but like (laughs) they they were all like really supportive I think at least my friends from home like they were like oh like that's cool like it took them a little bit to understand but I didn't have anyone (laughs) literally be like that's stupid what are you doing um you don't hear echoes of people like talking shit on the low um not like not directly i mean maybe they are and i'm just not hearing it but like at this point i really don't care like i okay like that's Mm -hmm. awesome but no i haven't heard at least any of like my friends say stuff like that which has been really cool and then like my friends in college are like super supportive and um they were like oh that's awesome like all they cared about that i was still gonna be there like that i have friends that were like i I don't want you to move home whatever and so like they just cared that i was still there which was awesome but yeah no i haven't had really like anyone that has like at least to my face or that i've heard been like that was stupid like what are you doing i mean i'm sure they think it a little bit but Mm -hmm. at the same time like i don't really care yeah no that's good (laughs) that's great when you when you do come home you know because you probably know by now that like the come home thing is like 
everybody comes home for <laughs> this is Thanksgiving. There we go. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving week. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. You come home for Blackout Wednesday, and then like you're hungover on Thanksgiving for Thursday, and right. you go out again Thursday night, Friday. What's what's that like? Do you get to see your friends, or are they too busy going out and getting? Drunk? Um, no, we're doing a little friendsgiving on Wednesday, Sweet. so that should be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, when I come home, like I am so excited to see my friends, but like, and then if it turns into that, like, okay, like darn, I have to spend more time with my family. Like I yeah. love spending time with my family. So I'm like, okay, like I, I have no issue with it now. Cause I don't feel the pressure to like be at everything or mm. like act like I want to be at everything. Sure. Um, so I mean, it's really not that big of a deal anymore. Cool. It's pretty easy. What's the, what's the transition looking like now to being like, have you made semifinals yet? Not yet. No, not yet. How far out are you? Uh, last year I was like between 30 and 40 spots. I want to say that's it. Yeah. So it was close. It was yeah. close. I wasn't looking at the leaderboard all weekend, but so like the way that quarterfinals works is there's like, it's like a weekend of workouts that they give mm -hmm. you. And then like, you have to submit workouts one and two by Friday at noon, yep. workouts three and four by Saturday at noon and workouts five and six at by what I like Sunday at noon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so apparently like after the first or second like submission window, I was, they took top 60 last year and I was like sitting in 60th and no one from my gym told me that until afterwards, but they were all like freaking out. Oh. Like, oh my gosh. And then like, unfortunately like my worst workout of the weekend came after that. But which one was it? Uh, the clean and jerk. It was like okay. yeah. heavy clean and jerks and burby box jump overs. What was it for ladies? 185. It was 185. Which heavy for me that's heavy okay yeah. so before anyone says that's not heavy that's heavy for me <laughs> yeah. so it was heavy but um yeah so it was pretty close last year um and then we're just working on it for this year yeah so what does that look like how are, what are you doing different now oh gosh yeah i'm doing a lot different now um and i it's been a lot of like undoing old habits and forming new ones and like ways that i looked at training like i looked at training very immaturely why? Um, How so? Like, even though I viewed it as training and not working out, like part of me was like, oh, well, the more you work out, the fitter you get. And mm. the more Metcons you do, the fitter you're going to get. And if I want to breathe better during workouts, I just have to run for longer. And I just have to like do more than everyone else. Yeah. And that only gets you so far. I will say, I think that developed like a lot of like grit in my training. And like, I, dude, you could give me like however many workouts in a day, like I'll do them. Yeah. But it gets to a point where like now I have these big holes that are being exposed in every competition that I do like my strength and um, like my barbell strength. And it's like, those are not going to get better if I'm doing hour long running intervals every day. Like yeah. that's just not going to happen. And so, um, it's like immaturely in the sense of like, Oh, well this makes me feel good and I like doing it. So therefore I'm going to do it yep. versus if I want to be a professional athlete, this is what I have to do. Yeah. And, um, so my training looks very different. I have a new coach as of recently. Um, his name's Dom and he's been awesome. Um, and I, my old coaches, like I love them still. And they got me like so far too. Like they helped me with so much, but now with where I'm at now and like, um, with where my training is, like when you're in the teenage division, like when I was in the teenage division, I was very like in the middle, like I wasn't weak, but I wasn't strong. Mm. I wasn't like super fit, but I wasn't like so slow. Like I was pretty consistent. But then it's like you transition into this individual women's division and it's like a completely different game. Like now all of a sudden, like I have like major weaknesses mm -hmm. that like compared to the field are like holding me back. So like now rather than like killing myself with a bunch of workouts every day, I'm like having to learn that like sometimes less is more or yep. like 
you need to take more deloads than you want. You need to lift more and like you don't need to be doing five Metcons a day in order to be fit. You can do like a, like one or two. And like if I need to get stronger, like that takes priority. Yeah. And sure. so like even just like the way that I come into the gym, it was so funny. Like I trained, I spent the weekend with my coach the other weekend and I was warming up for mm. my lifting session. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm warming up. Like I was warming up a certain way. And he was like, why are you doing it that way? And I was like, because it's how I've always done it. Like this yeah. is how I warm up. And he's like, that's not right. And this is why. And it's like just little <laughs> things like that yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, I don't even warm up right. Like sure. what am I doing? You're like sprinting or something. Yeah. I'm up. like, why? what am <laughs> yeah. I doing? But like there's the transition is like really hard mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, just wonder it's like you're like am i ever gonna get out of this phase like am i ever gonna like break through that wall especially when like um you see other people doing it Mm -hmm. and it starts to get Mm -hmm. discouraging a little bit when you see them doing it like faster than you or like you feel like you're behind or whatever but we've only had one season in the women's division right i've had two individual women's two yeah really Mm -hmm. okay so i had like a weird birthday for the teenage division so Mm. i only got three years in the teenage division instead of four so it was like a little premature but like is teen only up until 17 it's 18 okay uh oh no yeah it is up till 17 yeah teenage is till 17 no way Mm -hmm. that's kind of whack yeah so i like turned like 18 like a couple weeks before the game no so it was like so I yeah. like couldn't compete as a teenager that year. So whatever. But, um, yeah. And so like you start to like mentally it's really hard, but it's also really cool. Like mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Like I just love the like process of like figuring stuff out in yeah. the sport. Like I think it's really fun to like, Oh, now we have to hammer this. And like, if we want to fix this, we have to like do this. And, um, I don't know. I think it's more fun to be like clawing your way to the top than be like, being chased i yeah, guess at the top like it's sure. more fun to be like not this is so corny but like the underdog kind of thing like, yeah like to try to be like working your way up to me is really fun um i mean it's hard at times but still it's like fun so the transition is like is hard mentally but at the same time it's like really cool to like see myself growing mm-hmm. into like not just like a teenage athlete but like a like a woman athlete and like competing against some of the girls that I've like looked up to looked up to for a long time and like seeing like oh I beat them in that like that's really cool and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff so yeah you gotta enjoy the process yeah you know (laughs) yeah it'll be way sweeter the more the harder you have to work for it yeah you know that's cool dude well I think that's a really good spot to end this I ask people three questions at the end of every podcast all right okay you ready for them yep perfect what's your biggest goal for the next year um, my biggest goal for the next year is to compete at semifinals. Semis? Yep. Nice. Cool. 40. All right. Yeah. What's this? Uh, what? Eh. All right. What's what? <laughs> explain this to me. Yep. Heather and I got into a little argument this morning because yep. she's like, she's like, this, this new 25% is going to make it so much more difficult. I'm like, why do you care? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like me, her and I were like, this year, I'm just doing the open straight up for fun, not yeah. even to like figure out where I would place against people or whatever. I'm just because I had a neck injury that I was dealing with for a okay. long time, like a like I couldn't even press a 25 pound kettlebell yeah. overhead nerve mm-hmm. injury. Anyway, I'm just finally getting back to doing fitness. Yeah, and um, so I'm like, why do you care? Like, we're not in that 10 that go to semifinals or one percent that go to semifinals yet. And um, she's like, well, that just makes it hard for everybody else trying to get into semis. I'm like. 
No, no. Make it make sense. Be, you need to make it make sense to me okay. because I'm like, personally, this is how I think. Uh-huh. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm an asshole. The top 40 are going to be the top fucking 40 no matter what. Yeah. Like, if you're the upper echelon of any sport, you will be that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's going to be like, like going from 60 to 40, mm-hmm. it's tough, right? Because there's 20 spots less. Mm-hmm. Okay, so work harder. Who cares? You know what I mean? Do you want to be 60th to get to semifinals or do you want to be 20th? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's hard as someone who is on that bubble of wanting to get in. I can't say that it wasn't really frustrating to see that they cut it. But again, yeah, it's like if I want to get there, well, you got to be good. You know, like you got to be top 40. Um, I think it's hard when it's like an online format competition because there's a lot more like stupid little variables that can play a role. Cheating. Right. Exactly. But again, like hopefully they're weeding that out and Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, it's not my choice and it's CrossFit made the decision. So like if I'm going to play the game, I got to, I got to play by the rules and like I got to get top 40. So like, yeah, it makes it a little more intimidating, but I mean. Oh, well, but w- w- what does the 25 percent do does that that doesn't affect you at all no, i mean right? it makes crossfit more money because more people that i think they want more people to sign up for quarterfinals but yeah but like, it doesn't make it harder for those 40 people to make no it. not at all the no. only reason i yeah. think it makes it harder is because you'll have more g- people from your gym qualifying for quarterfinals and then that becomes a whole like you have 15 people trying to complete these workouts in the yeah. time frame but no i don't think that should make it harder at all yeah. um it's a cash grab for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. more, it's more the 60 to 40 that makes it really hard. Um, mm. but I don't know, maybe I should just move to Africa cause they also get 40. So Do they, pretty, is there sure not a lot of people that come out of Africa or what? No, there's like none. Oh, there, nice. there's a few, no offense <laughs> Go to like Africa. From Africa watching this, but like, I don't think there's <laughs> many and I think they get the same amount. If I'm right, I think they get the same amount of same final spots, but no, but like, I, I mean, it's, it's when I saw it, I was like, Dang. Okay. Like 60 felt very in reach. 40 is scary. But like mm. my coach was like, I mean, just cause it's scary doesn't mean you can't do it. Like, yeah. I mean, 40 people is a lot of people mm-hmm. still. Like if you really think about it, 40 is a lot. Yeah. You can definitely become one of the 40. Yeah. If you're just like edging that, you right. know, that little, yeah. If you're right there, who cares? You yeah. got it. Um, okay. And then what are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that goal? Hmm. Um, almost everything but not like my values, not my morals, not Mm. my who I am for it. But I mean, I've already kind of done the whole sacrifice, this college social life, college experience. Yeah. Um, I already moved away from my family, um, and home and like the comfort of that. Um, I don't know, like you sacrifice, like even just like time, like when I'm, in when I'm training like full time, it's like, wake up, go to the gym, stay there, do my homework, coach, train, sauna, cold plunge, recover, like come home like later and then like go to sleep, do it again. So it's like, if your friends are like, Oh, do you want to like go do this? Like whatever. So like, I mean, it's a sacrifice, but it's not because it's what I love to do. But sometimes you're like, dang, I wish I could just be a 20 year old girl. And like, go do something fun on a Saturday yeah. morning, you know, whatever. <laughs> sure. But instead I'm doing burpees for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, no, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's really much that I'm not willing to sacrifice besides, you know, like who I am as a person and like my morals and values that I've accumulated, but I like artifact, like kind of like superficial things. Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You know, totally. I love that. 
And the third question is, what are you not willing to sacrifice for those goals? But <laughs> for that goal, but you answered Sorry, it. I yeah. put those two together. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Most people do. Most people do. Yeah. Um, I guess with that being said, what what are what are some of the values that you wouldn't or the morals that you would not? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like again, just um, I think it's really easy to let CrossFit become an idol in yeah. your life, and it's like the biggest thing. And like, if my heart has crossfit sitting at the top mm-hmm. i think that's when everything starts to go south and usually it's like it's kind of fun it's not funny but it's kind of funny because like you get humbled really fast yeah it does like i've caught myself like i was just training for a competition recently and i felt myself like putting that competition just like at the top of my heart and everything and then boom i hurt my neck and i was yeah. like well i just got really humbled because yeah. like it's like check yourself type of thing so i mean it's it's easy to get like that but like to not lose um like what's the most important and um and then just like how i treat people because sometimes if you're like training a lot or like you're going really hard you can start to get just kind of like snippy or like whatever and so i don't want to get like that to the people who like pour so much into me Mm -hmm. i want to like stay like fun and happy and like actually enjoyable to be around and yeah. not just like oh she's back from the gym sure like, everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone locked themselves in their room yeah like no one wants to be here like no i want to like still be like enjoyable to be a good roommate and, and friend. yeah a good yeah. friend whatever all that stuff so that would be pretty much it i mean yeah i don't know cool that was pretty, yeah. all right perfect dude well hey thanks so much for your time i appreciate you for coming me. in chilling yes. hopefully you come train at the gym this week some more yep. And um, yeah, like, subscribe. We'll see y'all in the next one. Mm -hmm. Like this video if you agree with Grace's morals. Yeah, that's what. (laughs) And dislike it if you don't. And let me know about. (laughs) Wait, don't dislike the video. (laughs) No, don't dislike the video. Go like DM me or something. Yeah, more personal. All right, thanks for watching, guys. We'll talk to you in the next one. Peace out. Goodbye. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. That was good. Yeah.